Hello and welcome to The Queen Has Spoken. I'm your host, Queen B. B, righty, whatever you want to call me, call me by my name respectfully and we're good. Hey y'all, got some things to talk about. As if we don't have to worry about coronavirus, there's more. <laughs> there's more and this is called the Candida RS Fungal Infection. And it's a deadly fungal infection that's rapidly spreading in U.S. health facilities. And the Washington Post says this, a deadly and highly drug-resistant fungus is spreading at an alarming rate in long-term care hospitals and other health facilities. Caring for very sick people, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention announced Monday, fungal infections from the yeast strain known as Candida Rs tripled nationally from 476 in 2019 to 1,471 in 2021, according to CDC. Cases where a person carries the fungus but is not infected nearly quadruple from 1,077 to 4,040 in the same period preliminary data suggests the numbers have continued to rise. Scientists believe the fungus is not a threat to healthy people whose immune systems can fight it off, but it poses a danger to medically fragile people, including nursing home patients on ventilators and cancer patients on chemotherapy. Between 30 to 70 percent of hospitalized people who develop bloodstream infections are estimated to die. Wow. CDC experts say the increased spread underscores the need for robust plans for infection control to reduce transmissions of a fungus that can cause outbreaks because it lingers on surfaces and spreads through contact with patients and contaminated objects. Why does it sound the same as coronavirus? Okay, but anyway, if the fun if the fungi get into a hospital, they're very difficult to control and get out. William Schaffner, a professor of medicine in the infectious diseases division of Vanderbilt University Medical Center, they can persist smoldering causing infections for a considerable period of time. Hmm. Despite the best efforts of the infection control team and everyone else in the hospital, thorough the cleaning of hospitals is challenging because of how long the fungus lingers on surfaces, says said Megan Lyman, a CDC medical officer and lead author of the paper detailing the fungus spread. Some disinfectants commonly spread. Commonly, oh, sorry, my bad. Commonly used in healthcare for settings don't work against this fungus, she said. Hmm. The coronavirus pandemic ex- exacerbated those challenges as, he- as healthcare workers scrambled with limited resources to contain the respiratory spread of the virus, of that virus, and to keep up with a flood of patients. Authorities first detected candida in the United States in 2016. The fungus is considered a serious global public health threat because it resistant to it is resistant to different classes of antifungal antifungal hmm, what did I go? drugs resistant to echinocandin drugs. Often the first treatment deployed remains rare in the United States, but researchers are concerned that a small but growing number of cases are resistant to that class of drugs. There are a few antifungals in the pipeline, so that gives up some hope, Lyman said. The fungus has now been detected in more than half the states, with 17 states identifying their first case between 2019 and 2021. Most spread has occurred in long-term acute care hospitals and skilled nursing facilities where patients are more likely to be on ventilators, the CDC says. 
case counts are probably an un- underestimate because screening requires specialized equipment and is conducted unevenly across the United States. Hmm. Wow. Candida can cause fatal infections in the bloodstream, heart, and brain. The CDC does not track how many people died, and it can be difficult to discern cause of death when the patients at highest risk are often already fighting for their lives. The emergency the emergence, well, I'm sorry. The emergence of the fungus detected more than a decade ago in India, South Africa, and South America has perplexed researchers. Fungi often cannot withstand the temperature of the human body, but one leading theory posits that Candida is now capable of doing so because it has evolved to survive in a warming world. This is how climate change or global warming can bring diseases because. Those in the environment have to adapt to survive and then have the capacity to survive in humans, said Arturo Casadevall, a microbiologist at John Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health who has studied the fungus. That has eerie parallels, parallels to the HBO drama The Last of Us, where the real-life cordyceps fungus that creates zombie ants adapts to a warming climate and infects humans, unleashing a zombie apocalypse. What? Are they serious? This is crazy. Yo, this is this is crazy. Um, experts credit the show for generating interest in fungal infections that were often overshadowed by viruses and bacteria as the pathogens gripping public attention. Despite its deadly potential, the CDC says the spread of candida can be stopped if hospitals emphasize surveillance, hand hygiene, and deep cleaning with the proper disinfectants. Lyman offered further reassurance. We are glad to report it does not cause people to turn into zombies. Okay. Okay. So a lot of these places are, um, might be carrying this antifungal. I mean, not this antifungal. I mean, didn't mean to say anti. This, uh, fung- this virus, this fungal infection virus, whatever it is. But, um, People not washing their hands, not cleaning equipment the way they're supposed to, not disinfecting things the way that they should, especially in hospitals and nursing homes. And that's where it really needs to be cleaned thoroughly, thoroughly. It needs to be thorough cleaning. But you got people that work in these nursing homes, these hospitals, they lazy as shit. They don't want to do anything. They don't want to do anything. And it leaves more onto those who are working, who are trying, and that's extra work on them, making their load that, you know, that much heavier because they don't want to do the proper cleaning in these facilities. And it's needed, especially in these these nursing homes where you got elderly people, sick people. And you got these workers that are lazy. They don't want to help. They don't even want to change the patients. They have to call them several times before they receive the help that they think they might be getting but they're only getting a half-assed job done of the help that they're receiving. And the shit is not fair. It's not fair. And it's not cool. Just because those people are there, they need to be checked on and looked after and cared for. You know, keep the environment clean. Because what they don't understand, if you're not cleaning thoroughly, you're not disinfecting thoroughly and properly, you're not only making others sick, you're making yourself sick as well, and you're taking it home to your family. And I don't think people understand, people don't understand just how worse it can get. It's it's it's, it's a problem. It's truly a problem. 
it's really a problem now i'm going to go to some other news and this one just this kind of threw me for a loop too because who would have thought this would be going on this wasn't even in my bingo card here the Isley Brothers spoil of a trademark ownership in a new lawsuit, Rolling Stone reports. Rudolph Isley, of the founding members of the Isley Brothers, is suing his brother and former bandmate Ronald for allegedly trying to secure a trademark for the Isley Brothers exclusively under his name. The lawsuit, which was filed Monday, March 20th, and obtained by Rolling Stone, is seeking a judicial declaration that the Isley Brothers mark is jointly owned by the brothers Rudolph also claims he's unaware of the degree to which Ronald exploited the mark and wants the judge to order Ronald to account for and pay the 50% share Rudolph says he's owed for any proceeds derived from the trademarks. Lawyers for both Rudolph and Ronald did not immediately return Rolling Stone's request for comment. Rudolph and... Oh, wow. Rudolph and Ronald co-founded the Osley Brothers with their late brother O'Kelly in 1954. Rudolph's suit claims that at all times the band operated as a common law partnership, sharing expenses, profits, and control of the band's business. Even as the band's lineup grew and expanded, the lawsuit claims the group remained in equal partnership under the sole ownership, direction, and control of the founding members. After O'Kelly's death in 1986, Rudolph says he and Ronald were left with a 50% share of ownership in the band and the Osley Brothers trademark. Rudolph stepped back from the band himself in 1989, but remained active in promoting and managing the group's properties, such as a 2018 publishing deal and a recent licensing deal involving the use of Shell in a Super Bowl commercial this past year. The lawsuit states that the two brothers are still equal owners of all rights and interests of the group, and neither party has the authority to enter into deals without the consent of the other. However, Rudolph claims that on November the 2nd, 2021, Ronald struck out on his own and filed an application to register exclusive rights to the Osley Brothers. Marked with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office for Goods and Services related to visual recordings and audiovisual recordings featuring music and animation, the Trademark Office approved the application on August 16, 2022. Rudolph's suit alleges that on the trademark application and registration, Ronald claims sole exclusive rights wow. in and to the mark in his individual capacity. The suit says Ronald's attorney also claimed that this is in the letter to Rudolph's counsel. These assertions and correspondence to Rudolph and under penalty of perjury to the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office are false. Rudolph's suit reads, included in Rudolph's filing is a copy of the aforementioned letter. Ronald's attorney, Navarro Gray, sent Rudolph's counsel in the letter. Gray insists that Ronald did not set up a separate entity to receive Osley Brothers-related revenue, but rather his own corporate entity to do business solely related to his own musical entertainment career. Hmm. Okay. The letter also asserts that Ronald has more claim to the Osley Brothers mark because he's the one who was actually and actively using the mark in commerce during or near the time of registration. The letter goes on to state, Our research shows that Rudolph Osley has not used the mark or been part of the Osley Brothers brand since 1986 and not performed with the Osley Brothers since the death of their brother, O'Kelly Osley. Hmm. Wow, this is... <sighs> Wow, this is crazy. This is crazy. Like, are they really be they really beefing over this stuff? Like, they're brothers. Like, it's this just I don't know. I guess when business like this come into play, a whole lot of problems 
pop up, a lot of things happen, a lot of people don't agree on the direction in which they think the band may go, or they feel like, like they being cheated out of something, or they being shortchanged something, but this is crazy, this is crazy, and I hope and I pray that they get it together, because it's, it's just, it's ridiculous, it's ridiculous, but my thing is this, Ronald Osley has been the face, not to take sides, but just as what I'm seeing, because I love them, they like one of my top favorites, um, and you see his face and you hear his voice and you know off top that's the Osley brothers because that's the voice he's the voice actually that we know I'm sure others have sung lead but you more so heard him and um and he's more active so you know hey I feel like you know, whatever the other brother's putting in, he should get paid for, he should get what he's putting in and stuff like that. He probably should still get, you know, some of us, you know, if it's copyright, it was, if it was 50-50 copyright, the, the, for the trade, copyright, the trademarks and all that stuff, he should get his share. But at the same time, you know, Ron was more active. He's been active ever since for decades. So, hey, let the chips fall where they may can't uh dispute that and other things i got a question do y'all think that donald trump really going to go to jail because for some reason i don't really think that he's going to go to jail i think this man is being used for distraction i don't i know a lot of people can't stand him because the democrats say not to like him because they don't you know whatever for stupid reasons some people just don't know why they dislike him they just know I can't stand him. I don't like him. They, they, whatever. But, um, you know, I, <sighs> I can't even speak on that one. <clears throat> I had to stick some of my water, guys. Um, so I don't think, I don't know. But if he's going to go to jail, I feel like they need to send a lot of these people to jail. They need to send a lot of them politicians and lawmakers to prison too because they're doing the same things that they lock up and condemn and put away regular citizens for all the time so if they're going to jail they should be right there beside them too you know and then there's another little criminal he's uh i guess he worked under baltimore maryland's governor hogan at the time and he was stealing state money and they have been requesting him to come and account for what he's done he has not been seen or heard from since and to me i watch a lot of crime stories i said that on the last episode my feelings is i think he either killed himself or he tried or he fled the country i i don't know but i'm gonna wrap this up let me let me know what you guys think um don't forget to stop by the Facebook page of the same name the Queen has spoken. Hit the like and subscribe button. Also, don't forget to hit the listener support button if there is one on here because I had to change it around because there's so many changes far as with how um, my episodes were showing up. So I had to uh, bring up the spotify links for everybody to go and listen to because anchor was i guess it was in the midst of change so i probably can bring it back there but if i can everyone if there's a support button please hit that support button um support the podcast and also on this 
Canada Saturday. Show all the kitties all over the world some love, care, compassion, and protection. You know, matter of fact, show all animals love, care, compassion, and protection, whether they're land or sea, big and small, strays and disabled. They all are deserving of love, care, support, compassion, always. And to be their voice, if you see, even if it's in person or online, any abuse of animals, report it immediately so something can be done, so action can be taken because no animal deserves to be abused at all. And, and humans need to think, like, what if you were being abused in that way? Would you like it? They don't like it, so why would you do that to them? That's just that's all I'm saying. But anyway, you guys have a great Saturday. Enjoy your day because I would love to enjoy this weather, but it's spring season, and this is the beginning of my allergies, and it's been giving me a fit. So I hope those who are suffering with allergies, I hope you get some relief, and I, and I hope you feel better as well. But to those who don't have to deal with allergy season, enjoy the day, and I am out. Peace and love.